Hi, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today's episode is going to be about astrological events that are happening this weekend and this week, and we're also going to explore the world of cryptocurrency from a very different position. So my name is Ellie Molina, and I am your host on this podcast. I am an intuitive, a psychic, educator, and author, and also consultant. And I am in the process right now of just finishing up the touches of my first ever online program that you can do in the convenience of your own home to develop your psychic and intuitive abilities. And it's called Kids because it's a course for children, um, the child in each one of us, and adults. So this course is an online at-home program. It will become available on July 7th, which is the, the pre-launch, but it's also going to be right about the launch time. And the program will teach you and your child how to develop your psychic abilities through practice and focus. So I'm very excited about this work. It is in alignment with my book, Children Who Know How to Know, which is not a children's book. It just has a title that includes children because there are children within us. We have all ages within us. Anyway, good morning, everyone. And for those of you who have entered the call live today, good morning, Tomas and Bobo and Deb. Good morning to everybody on this really beautiful day. The energy has definitely cleared. I think no matter where you are living in the United States, you can probably feel an energy clearing that has happened. So first of all, what we had was we had a couple of things go on this week, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about them to do a little hindsight. On June 20th, when we had the uh, sun entering Cancer and Jupiter went retrograde, where it will remain until October, um, it'll be in Aquarius. And that's fine because Jupiter feels happy in Aquarius also, and it's very expansive. So this is a nice energy. And then we had the solstice on the 21st, and we had a Venus trine Neptune, and it was a very magical day and a great day for releasing things, again, that we don't want to have in our life. It's always good to keep releasing, you know, go through those drawers and cabinets and keep pulling out things. There's so much that we accumulate. Then yesterday was a really fun day because Mercury went direct and it was retrograde since May 29th. And um, we know that the retrograde still carries a shadow period. And it will be back in full power on July 7th, the day that I am launching my um, Psy Kids for Adults also online program in the convenience of your own home. And yes, I chose that day intentionally because the retrograde was over and I am all about numerology. And on top of that, 7-7. Seven, seven. Okay, so we're looking at a powerful day in Chaldean numerology for launching projects. Um, okay, getting back to today. Today is the 23rd, as we know, and we have a beautiful sun trine Jupiter right now. And this is what is also known as 
a stellar, it's really a stellar day. And so you want to do things that will have fortune smile on you because when the sun is trying Jupiter, it's almost as if the sun is smiling on her um, beloved, benevolent uh, planet that bestows such luck and goodness. So if we can walk around carrying this energy with us today, with an affirmation, perhaps such as something awesome is happening today. I don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. Or something lucky is happening today. I don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. This will raise up your own personal energy and your effervescence. Again, when your personal energy is at a higher vibration, we know that we attract better, happier, more exciting, wonderful things than when we're moping around with a downcast face and downtrodden energy. So we do know that about ourselves and about humans. And the other thing I wanted to share with you today is that only two days of 2021 are going to have this, let's call it glittering, shining, beautiful, effervescent, sun-warming day. And it is today, the 23rd, and the other day will be on October 15th of 2021. So this is really a very, very special day. And if you've got some projects or things that you want to put into motion or you want to get going, I'm going to encourage you to do it now. Do it today. And don't mind the full moon. Oh, I have to release things on the full moon. We have done so much releasing that by the time you get to the full moon tomorrow, um, it's just going to be bringing those big, large trash can trash bags to the garbage dump. That's about all the releasing that everybody has been doing. And tomorrow is, again, the full moon in Capricorn. This is a fantastic full moon. So first of all, we've got Jupiter beaming onto the full moon and beaming onto Saturn, delivering outstanding luck. I mean, this is really a day where you want to mark it on your calendar and tell yourself, whoa, today something super awesome is happening. Today is going to be a super lucky day, and I'm so excited about it. Um, because Saturn will also add some gifts to Mercury, and Mars is moving very quickly. We know that um, Mars has entered Leo, and guess who else is going into Leo? Venus is going into Leo on the 26th. So we've got Mars and Venus in Leo. You know what happens when Mars and Leo are in Venus, right? So this is an excellent time to get ambitious projects going, start them, get them finished. So especially if you've had a project that you wanted to work on for a while and you haven't completed it, now's the time to get that done. Okay, so I think that I've almost covered it, except for the full moon on um, the 24th. And the full moon on the 24th is known as the strawberry moon because it is from Native Americans and it has to do with the picking of strawberries and the strawberry harvest. Uh, the moon is actually going to be peaking at 2.40 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you won't, we may not see it unless we look up uh, until it gets a little darker and by evening we'll be able to, depending on the clouds in where we live, by evening we will be able to see this glorious, spectacular full moon that is just bestowing so many blessings. I mean, we just want to get our baskets and as 
we would gather strawberries, gather our baskets, and gather up gratitude and appreciation for all the sun, sun and moon beams that are coming down for us. So, um, yeah. Okay. Right now is a perfect time for me to just welcome a few more people. Josie and Abakur, good morning and welcome to the podcast. This is the live podcast. And if anybody has any questions right now from the audience before I move into the questions that I have and the topic for today, uh, let's let's hear them. Uh, comments or questions, you can call in. You just need a headset or you can type in your comment or question in the chat box. Okay, all right. So no comments are getting typed in right now. And we have PBG9E80667 entering the room. Good morning. You are live. I just finished the astrological update for the week and weekend. So if you're interested in finding out all about the amazing things that are happening for us astrologically, you'll have to go back and listen to the beginning part of the show. However, if anybody has any questions or comments right now, please type them in, ask, call in. Now's a great time. Okay. All right. Um, we have delayed response here, so I'm just going to keep on going. So today, the question that was submitted from uh, someone, CR, out in NYC was, Ellie, and I thought this was a really interesting question because it opens up so much stuff. And here we go. So Ellie, what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Do you have a favorite, particularly one that is creating positive change in our planet while making their investors a huge profit? I recently learned that Ethereum is being used to track climate data independently, while Cardano is being used to positively transform the economies of third world countries, namely Ethiopia. Many thanks. Okay, so yeah, great question. Um, very loaded question. So I'm going, first of all, CR at NYC. Um, I, this, this is, you're asking me if I have a particular cryptocurrency that is my favorite and the answer is no, I, um, I don't have a particular favorite. However, as I was thinking about how I was going to respond to this question, I realized that there are so many, so many layers to this. And one of the first layers that came up for me was when I read here that that um, you learned that Ethereum is being used to track climate data independently, while Cardano is used to positively transform the economies of third world countries. And so this brought up the, the thought for me is, yes, some crypto, the intentions, like what are the intentions behind cryptocurrency? Um, and again, will cryptocurrency be with us? And the question to that is, yes, cryptocurrency is not going away. And then that had me think back to historically when we used to trade, not we, we weren't around, but people would trade animals and animals would be the form of currency. And, you know, even trinkets when they sold the island of Manhattan, uh, for trinkets. And so there's always been, there has always been 
currency, and currency has always changed. Now, with anything, again, with cryptocurrencies, as with any currencies, uh, things always have that dualistic nature to be used for good and to be used for let's call it not so good. So while some of these companies, while some of these currencies are being used for good, um, there's also tons of problems that are arising there um, with some of these. For example, when Ethereum started working with their crowdfunding sourcing um, their, and their projects that they were working on and putting out into crowdfunding, some companies, some startups were able to amass so much money that what ended up happening was, okay, they amassed all of this money and then they decided that they weren't going to do their projects and they bailed on the project, um, cashing in on all of the money that they had, the currencies, and then not fulfilling on their obligations. And obviously there's no, um, there were no legal, legal ramifications to go after that. And so those are the problems that are coming up along the line in all of these areas. So there's always going to be good and there's going to be evil no matter what we're doing. Um, and this led me to a whole other thought about human nature and how the question for me was um, human nature, is it in our DNA? Um, is it in our DNA? Are we born with it? Is it cultural? And um, what if we took a baby and placed a baby um, in a different culture completely, raised that? Would it be in the, would the baby then at some point start to grow up into an adult that would feel um, anger, that would feel covetous, that would um, just start to display negative emotions, even if they were not, um, shown or taught any negative emotions. So this whole thing started coming up into my head as to the world of um, good versus evil. I don't want to call it evil. I don't like to use that, but let's just say good versus not good or, you know, motives versus other motives. So in terms of getting back to cryptocurrency and what companies are using it for good, you're going to find that there will be companies and investors who are going to be using their finances, uh, their money for the, for the betterment of the planet, just as there are hedge fund owners today in, with, our, with our regular currency who are making huge differences for the planet. Um, we may not hear about all of the things that they're up to because energy goes where attention goes. And no matter where we are and what we're doing, we're always going to be focusing uh, where we focus our attention is where our energy will go. And that will become the world that we live in and the world that we see. So that just had me thinking a little bit about some of these companies that you were mentioning uh, using cryptocurrency for the greater good, whereas there are other there are other currencies being used and other yeah there are other currencies regular money dollars cash still being used for the greater good um, also on the planet. So just because it's crypto doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be used for the greater good. The intentions, of course, with cryptocurrency, with Ethereum, are 
good, these are excellent intentions, you know, to um, decentralize. However, one of the things that always comes up, and this had me go back and think about human nature, when we start looking at decentralizing, aren't we always going to return to the old um, mentality of there will be a leader and then there will be the followers? Um, even in the best case scenario of something being decentralized, well, who's going to be the leader of the decentralization and how will that work? So anyway, these were just all kinds of questions that started to come to me uh, regarding cryptocurrency and using it for the betterment of the planet. All right. Anyway, there's a whole lot of information on cryptocurrency. I do suggest that you learn uh, a little bit about it or as much about it as you care to focus and like I said it's not going away and so you might as well learn about it it's just like okay if we close our eyes back in the day people who are um, in their 80s right now and 90s you know if they perhaps they were hoping that if they were to close their eyes the computer and the internet would disappear and that wasn't the case. Now we see uh, people in their 80s and 90s using laptops and smartphones, okay? So they had to learn. And it will be that way for anyone in a generation that is not going to be familiar with cryptocurrencies that we're going to, and I speak my, for myself in my generation, we're gonna have to learn. We're gonna have to retrain ourselves and we're gonna have to learn about this. Um, even if it's not so interesting for us or we think it's going to go away because it's not going to go away. All right. Um, and with it will come a whole bunch of other and new problems. So just want to make a couple of announcements. If anybody has any questions or comments or things that they want to share, please type it into the chat right now because um, uh, the point of the live the live shows is to have interaction as much as possible. So if, there, if anybody has a comment or a question or something that they want to run by, uh, please, you know. Good morning, Swan52 and Josie, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Okay, um, I got a great question over here. My kids are making a long distance move. Is it a good thing? Um, okay, so here's what I'm going to say to that. Josie, it looks like it's going to be really wonderful for them. And I have the feeling that um, even though I, I don't know this for a fact, I have the feeling that they have done research on this and they're going to fall in love with their new home. They're absolutely going to fall in love with where they're going. And it's going to be an opportunity for them to increase their financial abundance. I also see a house for them. So um, not sure if that's something that they're going to be purchasing or planning on it, but I do see a house for them. And I do see financial abundance for them. So in other words, they will be able to increase their finances from and through this move. And then I'm also getting that you'll be looking forward to going to visit them, which is something that you will be doing. All right, so there will be some celebrations and you're going to be going to visit them also is what I'm seeing. All right, um, let me know. I, I'm intending that this is a question answer to your question, but it looks like it's a really, really good move for them. 
in terms of their finances, in terms of their home, and in terms of energy. I do, like I'm repeating myself over here, I actually see them falling in love with where they live. And that's a wonderful thing. Okay. All right. Um, just FYI, I had a, I posted a podcast just recently on the, oh, it was on the solstice. I did an interview with David J. Wallace, and it's a 52-minute interview. And since he's in Hawaii, we have a six-hour time difference. I'm on the East Coast. So we realized that there wasn't a good time for either one of us to to do the podcast that would work for both of us. So we recorded it and it was a wonderful podcast. We spoke about remote viewing, associative remote viewing. We spoke about psychic development for children, young adults. And we also um, spoke about, we spoke about near death experiences. He's had four and we spoke about that. And then we also went to talk about the lottery and winning the lottery and what it takes to win the lottery and his method for predicting lottery numbers. So he's come up with uh, an associative remote viewing method for predicting the lottery. And if anybody's interested, you can go, um, you can go listen to the podcast. It's the week before this one. It's the interview with David J. Wallace. And as, as I said, we speak about many different subjects. And then, of course, it did get quite lively as we were talking about his book, his experiences, and uh, the lottery. <laughs> so who doesn't like talking about winning numbers and looking at what does it take to predict the lottery numbers? Because I spoke to him and I said that I also believe that there was something to using, um, I saw that there was something to using the um, remote influencing as opposed to remote remote viewing and predicting the numbers. And so we had an interesting discussion on that. Okay, um, Josie said that she saw the podcast, but she couldn't get sound. Interesting, I had sound when I listened to the replay, so I will check that and then get back to you. Um, good morning, Ellie Bobo. I'm in the middle of a consultant job. How much longer will it last? Oh, girl, you're at Bobo, I'm assuming. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm assuming over here. Uh, but I do know who you are, Bobo. I am assuming that you're asking me for a particular date. All right, give me a second. We've got some shifts happening within the next four. I'm going to call it four months right now. What does that, what does that bring us to in four months? We're in July, August, September, October. Okay. Prepare yourself, um, prepare yourself for some changes after October. So, um, I am getting that this consultant job will, congratulations, FYI, um, Congratulations, this looks like something really good and it will open up doors. It looks very fortuitous for you. 
I have an angel over here on top of it. It looks as if this is going to last at least until October or four months. So, and it looks really good. So congratulations on this one. And uh, yeah, it looks to me like this is gonna go until October. And if you want it to go longer, let's have a conversation because we can always work on uh, what would it take to have it be extended if that is the case and you want it because it looks like it's really good for you. So with that being said, all right. Okay, uh, congratulations on that one. Uh, questions, any more questions? Any more questions, any more comments, any suggestions, conversations? Okay, all right. Um, we're looking a little, I'm not getting any conversations over here and that's okay. Uh, I'm going to just continue to talk about uh, remote viewing and remote influencing. So remote viewing, there are different kinds of remote viewing because if this is, if you wanna listen to the replay with uh, David Wallace, with remote viewing, there are, um, there's controlled remote viewing where you look at a target that is static. I mean, it exists and there's a protocol as to how to go about accessing the information. It's a set plan and you use uh, lines and squiggles and ideograms and it's a method that is trained. It is highly effective. It's a great method, controlled remote viewing. Then there's also associative remote viewing, which is just seeing and predicting. It's, um, it doesn't necessarily follow a particular way to do it. There's no prescribed way in remote associative remote viewing. So you could close your eyes and listen to funky music. And if you see an image that's in the future, that's your way of accessing it. Or if you stare at a candle, this is your way to access it. So it doesn't really matter how you're accessing it as long as you're getting into the alpha state, which is the lowered frequency of the brain. So you get into an alpha, if you can get into deeper theta, that's even better. And then you allow the images to appear. Now, I think this is great. And this is what David uses for... Um, is lucid dreaming a form of remote viewing? Uh, let me come back to that. I just wanted to finish my sentence, but thanks. I'm going to answer that. So David uses remote remote viewing to predict the numbers. He sees the numbers in advance, and that is his method. And my method is remote remote influencing, which is that I see the numbers that. I want to come out of the machine. And that is basically on my uh, YouTube video where I talk about winning the lottery. My method is to see the numbers and then pull them out through remote influencing so that we manifest it to us. So we're not looking to predict the numbers that are going to be randomly drawn, but we're going to influence the numbers that are randomly drawn. So um, I want to tell you a real quick story and, um, okay, I was working on lottery numbers with two friends and since I wish to work in the influencing, we had, we divided the two numbers in, so we divided all six numbers into twos. I worked on the first two or the, I worked on the second, the second, the middle two, somebody worked on the first two, and then somebody else worked on the following two. And 
Um, we came up with that num with that method after we worked on all six numbers together, and we had the first two numbers correct. And so they came up exactly in the order that we had seen them. I'm just making this up like a zero one and a zero three, and they appeared exactly in that order. So that told me, hey, we can do remote influencing on these numbers. We need to just get stronger. So that's how we divided up the energy. And unfortunately, we didn't have success in that, and we also didn't continue uh, working for too long after that because it does take a lot of energy. Um, personally, I think that whatever method is calling to you is the one that is best for you. Like I said, I feel stronger about remote influencing than I do about um, remote viewing the winning numbers that are going to come and be called. All right. It just gives me a sense of control. <laughs> All right. Is lucid dreaming a form of remote viewing? Uh, it can be absolutely. So because when you're having a remote view, you're seeing the future, but in, in, it's not really the same, but it can be because the, the lines are so, the veils are so thin. In lucid dreaming, we know that we have left our bodies and we are, you know, out of our body. It's almost like an astro, astro projection. So we're out of our body. We know that we're out of our body. We know that we're at, we're in a dream and we're seeing things. And so what we do see is also a form of seeing into the future. So that can be then defined as a remote view. Absolutely. So I hope, intend that answers your question. Okay. Um, we are um, a minute away from the end of this podcast. And if you have gone into and you're welcome deb if you are interested in learning about cryptocurrencies i'm going to suggest that you get your information from multiple sources and there is a ton of information available online uh, from anywhere from legitimate really fabulous not selling you advertising on youtube to wonderful articles on cryptocurrency I really suggest that you inform yourself as much as possible because it's, you know, even though Warren Buffett might wish it to go away, I don't predict that it's going away. It will be with us. It will just continue to morph until we're able to all have access to this new way of using currency. Okay, without further ado, everybody, please go enjoy this wonderful, glorious planetary energy that we have going on that started yesterday that will be with us at least until the 27th. So have a wonderful, wonderful week weekend and sending you all love beams and sunshine and thanks for being here all right thank you thomas thank you deb thank you everybody who's saying thank you thank you all right thank you josie all right see you next week and um enjoy the sun beams and the moon beams take care bye